Welcome, weary traveler. You have stumbled across a comedy chronicle of cranial concoctions, a frenzied fusion of befuddled fables, an exacting expose on eclectic mythos. Should you brave ahead, you will find yourself enlightened, delighted, and only slightly misinformed on the many fantastical worlds that exist within our favorite media. Will you learn all there is to know? <laughs> that I cannot say. But I can say, it will be the lore you know! So let's talk about circumcisions. Apparently, Judaism. We can't, we can't talk so about so much. We can't talk about. Well, we did talk about the Christian God last time. Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lizzie and I saw Tim Allen was performing live, and I was like, Lizzie, would you please come see Tim Allen perform live with me? <laughs> and she was no. like, There is no way I'm going to see Tim Allen perform live with you. And I was like, Ah, no. beans. I'm just. I'm imagining like what his his bits would be. It's just like. I saw a young woman who thought she was a cat, and I said, Yeah, that's probably- No, it's something about seeing children using litter boxes or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. Stuff like that. You know, I I don't think we should- That's why I don't think famous people should be beloved children's (laughs) characters' voices. Because they're Mm. like real people, and the more famous you are in Hollywood, the bigger- of a of a tool man you are <laughs> and i don't want to th- every time i look at buzz lightman uh, as a toy in the toy aisle i don't like to imagine him being inhabited yeah. by the consciousness of tim allen how that- do you feel about vin diesel being groot I like that because Groot's, I'll never meet a Groot in the real, I don't look at a tree and I go, oh, it's like a Vin Diesel. Like, I don't think that. So that's fine. But like. Yeah, I mean, I understand he says some really racist stuff, but I can't speak Groot, so I'm okay with it. Does Vin Diesel say really racist stuff? No, Groot does. Oh, I see. Well, oh. yeah. But, I mean, again, that's all That's all part of your headcanon, Ethan. No. You are constantly running around imagining people saying like racist things to you even though they're just like hey how are you this morning and you're like what the fuck did you just say to me <laughs> so i uh, uh, what, i just i i don't it was tim allen all along that is okay that's a joke but that's legitimately how he sees himself he's like what did i do i didn't i just i was just talking why are people mad at me i'm just talking <laughs> so fucking stupid uh. Anyways, welcome to The Lore You Know, a uh, podcast where some friends dive into the fantastical and often convoluted lore of media that we grew up with and love, and here to bring you the mostly correct facts about made-up things this week are me, Bran. Me, Ethan. And I am CJ, and I am, I'm back. I, I was, I think I was Crimbo Jimbo or something last time. I was possessed by the, the Holy Spirit to be a Christmas Oh, boy. no, you weren't, you just were gone for... Well, I, I think I changed my name in the opening of the last one to like <laughs> Criminy Jiminy or something like that. But now I'm just okay. regular CJ again. I've I I have no more Christmas spirit left. 
it's like a, a limit break bar and then I do it once and then I am now I don't give a fuck about Christmas. In mm. fact, I can't wait for Easter. I only like those two <laughs> holidays. It's because they're very candy heavy or No, because of the Judeo Christian God friend. God, we've oh. been over this. Do you not know do you not know what a do you not know what a creaster is? That's what that's what Catholics they they don't like creasters. They're people who come to church only two times a year for Christmas and Easter. Mm-hmm. And they're like Oh, oh that's like only, an actual term. They're like only two yes. times a year you're supposed to come every time of the year yeah. and it's you, you have to come for all three major Christian holidays. If you come Christmas, for Easter and Fourth of July. What if they come for Ash Wednesday? Also, does that count as Easter? Because Ash Wednesday is associated with Easter. Ash, Ash Wednesday is just part of Easter. You yeah, gotta okay. go. You gotta go in there and get those dirty, that dirty dirt boy on your face, and it smells like old people and you know. Detritus. Is there a Palm Day? <laughs> Fran, people have come with fronds to school. Obviously, before. there's Palm Friday. Listen, Friday. We can't, day. Okay. we can't go through we can't go through all of the things that happened when Jesus came back. Like all the people were like, Jesus, we love you. We're gonna put palm fronds down in front of your donkey so that you can step on that instead of the dirt. What? That's where it comes from, Fran. Don't you understand? Everything no. <laughs> the Catholics do is because of Jesus. Jesus. Oh, yes, they got that. All Jesus, Fran. Jesus went out into the desert. Hence the Easter bunny. Jesus got really ripped because he was he was on a paleo diet out in the desert and he got so fucking cut and everyone was like Jesus how did you they're like Jesus Christ how did you do that and he was like <clears throat> so did he make friends with a bun bun or something and now no, we have an Easter he, bunny no he was tempted he was tempted by Satan Fran keep up Sa- was the Satan's, Satan dressed yeah. as a bunny he, he might have been I don't know I was there <laughs> like a it's playboy bunny in that case maybe <laughs> have you seen like the old school like Easter bunnies like it looks like Satan where they're they did not figure out how to do like character. Everything f- made for children characters right. looked horrifying in the early 1900s. <laughs> yeah, they're okay. too too scary. Everything too scary. We, we have to we have to be done with this. I I'm learning so I don't, much. I don't want to talk about this religion that has this sort of like positive and sunshiny exterior but then as you get deeper into it it's really dark and evil i know you're trying to tie it in but christianity is mostly the opposite but yeah (laughs) no i think it was a good tie-in thanks bud Uh, (laughs) instead we're gonna talk about a little puffball named kirby oh oh that's where that's where he got his name it's from christ Christ. Cry, cryby. Cryby. Because the ancient people would call Jesus Kerbo. <laughs> that that's not true. That was a lie, Fran. I just Yeah, that one sorry. I understood. That one okay. I got. That one. Just, just <laughs> Listen, I'm yeah. sorry, Lore You Know fans. That was not that real one. Lore. I know every every single thing we've said up to this point has been accurate, but that one, that one goes too far. That that's where it turns into mostly correct. That's no, Kirby Kirby piece. was named after a lawyer, Fran. I think I knew that. Which it's like, was it a celebrity? Which lawyer? Was, Kirby. Yeah, well, yeah, Kirby. but like I I'm gonna give you, Fran, the uh the first story of of Kirby. And the first story of Kirby? The, the old the old testament of Kirby. Of Kirby. 
Now, is this first Kirby. chronologically or first, like, release? Kirby in Dreamland. It's all chronological now, friend. Okay. All right. So, Kirby. Kirby's a cute pink ball. Kirby was a little puffball mm-hmm. who lived in Dreamland. Mm-hmm. One day, mean old King DDD stole all the food from the Dreamlander so he could have it from himself, for himself. Mm, that's kind of he al- jerk. He is. <laughs> he also stole their sparkling stars, which give Dreamlanders the magic to play among the heavens. Everyone was growing hungry until a brave boy named Kirby showed up mm-hmm. and said, I'll get your food and sparkling stars back. Pretty sure he said Poyo, but whatever. <laughs> According to the... uh. The manual, he said, I'll get your food and sparkling stars back. He cried it out. Oh, my God. All right. And then he went and did that, flying all the way to Mount DDD and reclaiming the stars and the food for all the Dreamlanders. The end. So Uh, uh, I know Kirby, like, sucks things up. Is he able to like eat all of those things because he was starving because someone stole all their food? I don't know. No. Oh, okay. He just does no. that. Kirby just... is is the are the people of Dreamland a bunch of Kirby's or are they other are they no. others? Okay, so Kirby is an entity onto himself. Kirby is his own I species. I just told you guys all of the lore that there is for Kirby. Okay. Oh. The end. That was pretty We're good. Done. Yeah, wrap it up. Yeah. Fuck yeah. What wow. is a good episode? Three minutes? Nice. I mean, I guess there's a little more, mm. but I can't imagine that you guys really want to know anything beyond that. I mean, um, I, I need to know every way that Kirby's connected to the Judeo Christian God. Oh, oh, we're going to be here a while then. <laughs> You want to know about Kirby and Godhood? Forgive her, Ethan. She a- she she knows not what no. she asks. No, I don't actually. Is this an actual question that I? That's can- oh. We're we're in it now, and the blame is on you, you friend. You open the Kerbora mm. box. <laughs> okay, so I want to note here that many. Things in the Kirby universe sound like they should be metaphors, but they just kind of are what they are. Mm. So, okay. like, for example, when I tell you, Fran, that Kirby lives in Dreamland, what does that make you think? He lives in clouds. He lives, in, he does not live in clouds. No. You are wrong. No. Okay. Kirby lives in the Gamble Galaxy on Planet Popstar yep. in the Kingdom of Dreamland. S- planet. It's. Planet Pop Star Fran is a big star. It's a star shaped planet, which seems unlikely. What's even more unlikely is that the planet has a ring like Saturn. And I could get into all the reasons why that wouldn't work <laughs> for that shape of a planet, but it, that's where Kirby lives. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Dreamland so he, is just a city on that planet. It's a, it's a king, a kingdom in on Planet Pop Star, which just so happens to be. A place that looks like a make-believe land, but is in fact just that's part of our universe. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so you could go there. It, it had you had you the technology, the interstellar technology, you could visit Kirby. That All is right. that is actually what 
Mormons believe. So there, if you want to tie in, <laughs> if you want to tie in for religion, uh, Kirby Planet probably canon in the Mormon religion. Don't they? And isn't it when Mormons die they get a planet? We cannot talk about Mormons, friend. We have so many other things <laughs> we, to talk about besides we're not Mormons. To talk about Mormons. Fine, fine. Okay, and so a lot of creatures in Dreamland fit that sort of like dreamy childlike aesthetic but there's also a lot of things that are like weirdly devoid of cutesy elements so kirby has this rival named meta knight yes and he has a space dreadnought named the battleship halberd Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. looks straight out of final fantasy 7 epic Mm -hmm. dude yeah so you've got like cute little bunny creatures and you've got Space Dreadnought Battleship Halberd. Awesome. Love the juxtaposition. I mean, Meta Knight is also just like, he's a little Kirby, but he's got a little, he's got a little, like, like Stormtrooper mask. And blades. For sure, a Kirby. He might not be a Kirby, but he's got a a sword that if you impaled a person with it, would hurt the maximum amount a sword would hurt if you were (laughs) impaled with it. He's also spherical. He has a lot of spikes on it. He's round. He's a round little boy. I'd give him a hug. He'd probably stab me, but I, I'd, I'd pinch his little cheeks and I'd say, oh, you little boy. So are you so, telling me not all spherical creatures are the same creature? No, not I mean, necessarily. We'll, we'll get into what makes a Kirby in just a second. Was this a MatPat video? Are we going to talk about what Kirby is? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Matt, you know what? Yes. Fuck you, MatPat. You can't make all the... <laughs> you can't do all the videos you about what Kirby the, is. You can't make all the theories. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We're coming for you. Or not. But hey, if you now, want to hang out, Matt Pat, I hear he's a cool guy. We are going to be talking a little bit like fan theory stuff in this one, just because the there is so much like background lore that comes together in Kirby, but the foreground stuff is, uh, it's like not a lot of meat on the it's bones. A fucking, it's a side Kirby, scro- It's a side scroller game where you can float infinitely. For, it's a platformer for, for babies. You know, you know, platformers, the thing where jumping is like the core mechanic. This game was like, that doesn't matter either. You can <laughs> do whatever you want. And then it's like, okay, then what's the difficulty? And they're like, it, there is none. This true. is for babies. <laughs> Kirby has big Pokemon energy where on the surface you look at it and say, oh, that's so cute. But then you read like the in-game lore description, and it's a creature that eats the souls of lost children. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so we have our characters. We have Kirby. What is a Kirby? He is Kirby. He is a- we call his species Kirby, but that's because we don't know what it is. And are there we- more of him? Wait, you didn't do that. You didn't do the intro thing. Where it's it, it, it the the intro to the game says draw a circle and then give it give it a fun happy face and then and give jiggly it little, puff from above get, get it little shoes yeah. and that is Kirby and now he's and your that friend. Is Kirby. So, so there's more than one Kirby. Yeah. So you've probably seen many different Kirby's, but canonically there are only three Kirby's. Okay. There is. Kirby. Uh-huh. There is Mirror Kirby, uh-huh. which is his mirror world reflection, so that hardly counts as a second Kirby. And then there is Kibi, 
which is the player two Kirby <gasps> from the Kirby golf game. Yes. Who they gave a name and separate identity. So he does canonically count as a Kirby being. You I'm happy to hear that the Kirby golf game is part of the canon lore. It has to be Kirby. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like with Mario and Bowser and stuff, it doesn't make a lot of sense why they're like hanging around doing like go-karting and stuff together or like playing tennis together. But with Kirby, he's, it's just like, He's probably just doing this stuff anyway. He's probably playing golf. He's probably, (laughs) you know, just like hanging around. That's just kind of what Kirby's do. Mm -hmm. (sighs) So there, you will see a lot of other Kirby's if you play the games, but all other Kirby's are confirmed clones of Kirby's. Ooh, cloned the Kirby. Kirby did did. through my toes. He cloned himself. Yeah, he can split into multiples of himself at will. Does he get smaller? No, no. He oh. maintains the same mass of each. Each new Kirby is an exact carbon copy of the first Kirby. Oh, sometimes they change color. Sometimes yeah. they also change color, and that's how you can get like four Kirby's. In, smash. It well, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Fran and then and like and Kirby is like the Doctor Strange of the Smash universe. He's like the <laughs> linchpin that pulls them all together. Because oh, the studio, CJ, the studio that we weren't made, gonna get into Smash, this, we're gonna get into Smash. This, so hold off on right, that. All right, I'm I excited. But we're we're about to bust open the Kirby cinematic universe over here. <laughs> so Kirby has the power to split into multiples of himself at will, and there doesn't. He doesn't do it <clears throat> for like long periods of time most of the time, but it there does not seem to be any limitation on this. And I think he seems to pretty much be able to do it as much as he wants. It doesn't oh. seem like the prestige because the like original Kirby seems to know who he is, and then the other Kirby's are just like okay with not existing anymore after a while. So I get, I guess he makes like I want to die clones or something, but like. Or or maybe Kirby dies every time he does it, and he creates new I Kirby's, mean, <laughs> and then those Kirby's are, they're all just super fine with I, it. I I think it's more of a thing of like if a two year old could create clones of themselves, mm. they wouldn't really have the mind space for an existential crisis. They would more so just be. Ah, that's that's, fun. that's a really terrifying thought. I don't want to think about a two year old who can just clone <laughs> themselves. That's very scary. I, that's the exact kind of thing that we're getting into here, CJ. That's true. Sounds but, lovely. Okay, so he can clone himself at will. Great. He can fly, as CJ said, by puffing himself up Mm -hmm. like a hot air balloon. Mm -hmm. And then here's like his big weird power. So Kirby can befriend almost any creature by hitting them with a friendship heart. Mm -hmm. And they just immediately become his friend. Mm -hmm. That's kind of nice. Or he can devour those creatures whole to absorb their essence. I did know about that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's really mm-hmm. important, Fran, because that is kind of in a much in a much smaller scale way the interactions we have with people every day. Do we want to throw friendship heart, or do we want to <laughs> annihilate them, them whole? <laughs> to the atomic level and take their strength? At least <laughs> that's my experience of interacting with mm. people. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's usually yeah, the second I mean, it, one. Mm-hmm. It does bother me that like, if he could do. Either one of those things, that would be okay. But the fact that he can do both and makes that choice with every being he sees, <laughs> it bothers me a well, little bit. He has his third choice of do nothing. 
He could do nothing, no. Ethan, but he almost <laughs> never does. <laughs> I mean, he sleep a lot, but he does when that sleep. when that beast awakens, there has to be, there would be a person who just watches Kirby's house. Kirby has a little round house, by the way. Who <laughs> just like watches Kirby's house and waits for him to emerge, and then when he does, it just runs and warns everybody. It's been like generations <laughs> of people waiting for the Kirby to reawaken. <laughs> but Kirby got all their food back and stuff because Kirby they were did starving. get all of their food back. Uh, but did he do it for them, Fran? That's what we're gonna find out today. Uh, it says he he'll I'll get your food and sparkling stars. <laughs> he see he said I will manual. get your food. He didn't say <laughs> I'll get your food to give it back to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's, now the it's sub, ret- the between the lines. It's been retcon now. He just said pollo. Yeah, it's Poyo. Poyo. <laughs> All right, so we got Kirby. We've got King DDD. The big penguin guy, yeah? The mm-hmm. big, he's a big penguin. And so, like, do you know how in the Mario series, Bowser is Mario's arch nemesis? He steals the princess. He tries to kill Mario with fire and junk. But then they also will, like, go go-kart racing. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. DDD is like that, but pretty much only the go-kart part. Yeah. Oh. They are they're like arch rival enemies who never really fight and just kind of hang out and are friends. They're just oh. fr- it's just what this is just what male friendship is by the way. It's not <laughs> it's not like a they're not like trying to kill each other. They do their little dance, they like fight around and then but they like it's a rivalry. Get, yeah, and then they go home with each other and they have a taco or whatever. So they're sundere with each other? Is that King Dedede's no. just kind of a—he's just kind of full of himself. He's—he's the—he's the king. You know? I, I wrote here personality-wise. You can think of King DDD like CJ. Oh. <laughs> he is—he's selfish and arrogant, but he wants people to like him. Yeah. So he usually does the right thing through peer pressure. Uh, Minus the stealing everybody's food part. Or? I do that all the time. But only because I I want people to notice me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so that's that's the first game. And DDD, that's like the most villainous thing DDD does is Mm. he gets hungry and he steals everybody's food. Yeah. Um, Does he give it back willingly or was it like a fight? Kirby just kind of bonks him on the head and then he's like, you stop that, DDD. And he's like, okay. (laughs) So... DDD is the king of Dreamland because he says so. Mm. Okay. And the all of Usually the adorable Yeah. I mean all of the adorable residents serve him or don't if they don't feel like it that day. Yeah, okay. it's, and it's not like he's conquering them or whatever. He's just like, <laughs> I don't know. These guys I said I was king and these guys just started attending me. Yeah, sure. Whatever. This is all fine. Right. I am Shit. I am the king. Um so he's the yeah, he's the villain in the first game because he steals all the food. But after that, in pretty much every other game, if you fight DDD, it's either because of a misunderstanding or because DDD has been magically possessed, which we're going to get into, but that happens a lot. That's kind of a wholesome way to do conflict in Baby Platformer. I mean, it is. There are there are no... there's Bad no guys true who villains. Live on Dreamland. Yeah. There's, there's no anymore. there's no corporeal villainy afoot, <laughs> generally speaking. That's so good. There's Kirby, King DDD. There are the Waddle Dees. Oh boy. Those are those like red and yellow 
critters running around, right? They're they're brown, but yeah, they're like brown? brown. They're brown. Yeah, no, they're yeah. red. No, they are not red at all, no. friend. They are brown. What? We are not gonna do the whole like gold dress, blue dress, or whatever the fuck. They're just. I'm brown. not even colorblind. Regardless of their color, which is brown, <laughs> not that it matters. Been... <laughs> <laughs> not that that's a Waddle bad Dees... thing. That's fine. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, I brought it there. Waddledees are the main population of Dreamland, mm-hmm. and they are like just these chill little adorable dudes. Wait, does Kirby eat them? He can. Yes, he absolutely. Can. Okay, again, Fran, and I want to be really clear on this. Kirby can and often does eat anyone or anything. Oh. <laughs> just on a... Did he Uh, He doesn't swallow him. <laughs> yeah. I, if that, I if that helps. <laughs> I don't recall DDD ever being swallowed alive. That's um, okay. But yeah, and I think that's a they, respect thing, but like he definitely <laughs> can put him in his mouth. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, so Waddledees, they're these chill, adorable little dudes, and they have like pure follower energy, mm. right? Like they do what other people tell them to. And so a bunch of them serve DDD. And sometimes they serve other villainous creatures, but they're also like very self-aware that they're the weakest creatures on the planet. So they don't try very hard ever, and they mostly just goof off. It's good to know where you stand. Yeah, well, keeping in mind that like a lot of other creatures have like ice lances or like fireballs or isn't there uh, one that's like a sword thing that like goes yeah, there's, there's yeah. A, uh, people with like swords. Those... Waddle these don't have. Fuck mm-hmm. all for that. They just are little yeah. lads who can who just sort of waddle back and forth. They're waddle dees. The waddle dees mostly just goof off, and they're the weakest creatures on the planet, which is also why they're loyal to DDD in the first place. Because even though he bullies them, he is also their protector. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He's got a big hammer, and he uses it. He to has smash. very big hammer. Use it to smash things. Waddle Dees don't have true. any hammers. They're mm-hmm. they're docile by nature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Waddle Dees don't get names, but recurring ones just get names for whatever they're wearing. So like the most one of the ones that's friends with Kirby and is the most common one that you'll see is Bandana Waddle Dee because, because it wears you see, a bandana. Now you wears got a, a bandana. Very good. What color bandana? It's blue. Does it change? Blue. No, it's oh. just blue. He's a cute little uh, boy. Sounds wields, adorable. He wields a spear that he uses to kill. Oh, doesn't yeah. have a hammer, but has spear. <laughs> this one, this one has learned the ways of the spear uh, of violence. Of violence. <laughs> <laughs> they're not the, the Waddledees are not incapable of violence. They just usually choose not I mean, to. They're predisposition to nonviolence. They're, yeah, their violence is usually walking straight in a line, mm-hmm. and if Kirby touches them, he happened to get hurt a little because it's a platformer. Yeah, mm. they're Goombas. If Goombas had really low, if Mario had like eighty hits from a Goomba before he died, <laughs> <laughs> so we've got these characters, and then we've also got Meta Knight, his arch nemesis. He thinks he his, is kind of his other. Yeah, his other arch frenemy. He has two arch frenemies. Oh, they're buds. Yeah, they hang out and eat uh, sandwiches together sometimes. Aw, they super do. Uh, so Meta Knight. Is a Kirby, but shh, it's a secret and never officially confirmed that he's a Kirby. But in like every single game where you fight Meta Knight, 
you knock his mask off at the end of the fight and you can very clearly see that he is just like a dark blue Kirby. Yeah, he's, just, oh. he's just a dark skinned Kirby. So is the implication that because all Kirby's come from original Kirby that no. Meta Knight is a clone? I mean, maybe no. maybe maybe we should In call the- Matt Pat right now. Just <laughs> off just a hot off the press, Matthew. No, no, no. It is uh that is that is not the implication. And oh. in fact, uh it is sort of suggested that Meta Knight knows a little more about the Kirby race than Kirby does. Oh. Because Meta Knight will on several occasions explain powers to Kirby that Kirby has that he was not aware of. Oh, okay. And so uh Meta Knight He's sometimes antagonistic towards Kirby. He is sometimes like a mentor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they are sometimes like It's you like know, the goading allies. mentor. Yeah. Thing. He's he's mm-hmm. like, he's like in order for you to improve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said Vegeta. I said Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah, yeah it's all yeah. that. It's yeah. <laughs> it's they're just like, I I push you because I want you to get stronger because I want someone stronger to fight. And mm-hmm. then and then Sonic goes, you're too slow. And he's like, I fucking hate that. I fucking <laughs> hate that hedgehog so goddamn much. The fact that but I'm cloned damn from it, him. damn it, I respect the, him. The fact I'm cloned from him, <laughs> I fucking hate myself more because of how much I hate him. But then they have a little race and they do little skateboard tricks and then they're fine again. And then they're fine again. So, yeah, it's basically like that. Uh, Meta Knight will sometimes fight Kirby just to, like, help, you know, teach him... Sometimes it's because they have misunderstandings, and then Meta Knight does also get possessed sometimes. Possessed Aww. by evil spirits, yeah. There's a lot of evil mm-hmm. spirits in the well. This uh, world, if it, it if it seem. helps, if it helps, Fran, if an evil spirit exists that possesses like King DDD, it it will just possess all of the other oh, characters okay. that are not really evil but are fighting Kirby for this game. So okay. if it's one, mm-hmm. it's all of them. Mm-hmm. So. Meta Knight is multiple times in like the game lores referred to as the strongest warrior, but the thing is that he keeps losing to a little pink buff pu- puffball. Mm. But it sounds like he like, do- might be doing it on purpose because well, he's when, he's pu- when he's oh, possessed, stronger. when he's possessed by an evil spirit, he wants to kill the Kirby. <laughs> he desires the Kirby blood, but he cannot. He cannot draw it. He's always Both? defeated. Both Meta Knight and DDD have a recorded complex because they can't beat this adorable, tiny little creature that lives on their planet. It's he's 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 not a cre- he's not a creature of desire, Fran. I mean, he he does hunger, but he he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't care about victory. But he can't lose. He's too powerful. <laughs> he's like <laughs> a tornado. A tornado isn't angry at a trailer park. A tornado doesn't come through and destroy a Walmart because it hates Walmart. A tornado just is. And also, tornadoes love cake and treats and (laughs) delicious cookies and will suck Mm. those up if it finds them. Mm -hmm. And if a tornado throws a friendship heart at you, you have to be Then you are befriended to it forever (laughs) until you die. Or until you, or until the tornado decides it wants a new friend, and then you die anyway. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so none of this sounds crazy yet. Aww. Yeah, this all sounds and totally normal for fine. me. And Kurt, like Kirby games, always start off gentle and adorable, yeah, and then they get like crazy, mm. right? 
So it usually goes from adorable little dreamland waddle dees to like biblical angels who want to tear reality apart so that darkness can spread to all things. Oh, it's how MLMs start and religions. It's all just like really chill stuff at first, mm-hmm. and then once you're kind of engaged, then they then they crank it up. You know, <laughs> then it's like, oh, by the way, did you know that drinking this? I don't know, kiwi fruit water actually brings you closer to the God, the creator above. And it's like, <laughs> I didn't know that, but I mean, I'm already drinking the kiwi fruit. So I guess I'm in it now. I, I like hearing that. I like that. So, so let me, let me give you like an example. Uh, Kirby superstar. It's a couple games further into the series and it's like a small collection of Kirby games in Milky way wishes within Kirby superstar. Sounds adorable. It's very adorable. The sun and the moon have gotten into an argument, Fran. Uh Uh-oh. And they fight all day and night because they can't come to an agreement. Okay. This adorable little jester named Marx, and he's just like, like, he's a cute little, he's like Kirby. He's just got little feeties. He's just like a ball with feeties and a jester hat. Yep, cute. Uh, He comes to Kirby, and he says, I know we can ask the Comet Nova for help. But to call on Nova, we have to go to all of the nearby planet's fountains to put out the call, and only Kirby has what it takes to make this journey. Okay. And Kirby's like, Poyo. Yeah, and Kirby says Poyo, and he goes and does it. So, like, we start off in Gentle Baby Land. The first boss that you fight in this one and in almost every Kirby game is Wispy Woods. It's a tree. Which is, is a tree, it's, Fran. Yeah. It's okay. a tree with, with a cute face that tries to drop apples. Is on it the you. shocked looking tree? It's like, oh. it's not. It's not. It's like it's blowing. I mean, wind it's got usually. like a little like, O face. Oh yeah, the O face is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Of. Yeah, because it's yeah. it's blowing it, wind usually. It mm. yeah, it does. It usually does two things. It'll blow a little wind at you, and it will drop apples. Yeah, and that's like. That's our first enemy. That's our base level, okay. right? Yeah. I I have exception to this enemy because every other enemy is evil for some reason. But the tree is just there. <laughs> it's just a tree and it's never in all the games it's never like you beat it and it's like, "Oh, the evil spirit is released." It's just a tree. And then you kill this tree because it's in your way. When you could, ju- it's a tree. You just go around the tree. But I it guess. It does. Yeah, it sort of feels like Kirby's just like a new adventure. I guess I need a warm up. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I go beat on my tree. And, and like, and it's always, it's always the same tree. It's wispy wood. But like he kills the tree almost every time. <laughs> so I imagine the tree drops its fruit as it perishes. And then we don't know the time between <laughs> adventures. So I imagine one of these fruit sprout back into the mighty wispy wood like the Deku tree does. And then it's like, it, it remembers, it has its ancestors' memories. It says, watch out for the vicious little pink cue ball that's gonna come and destroy us for no reason. And then the day comes and it goes, finally, I will avenge father. I'll drop apples and blow wind at this little puffball. But it's just not, it's just never enough. I- I can't imagine that they have memories because otherwise they would maybe realize, wait, every time I drop apples at him, he just sucks them up and shoots them what, back in my what face. El- what else can you do, <laughs> Ethan? You're a tree. 
It's your nature. It's all you know. You're just trying to defend yourself for no reason. This Kirby comes, and you you know he likes fruit. He eats it. Why would he kill a fruit tree? That's absurd. That's like saying I love McDonald's, so I go and do an arson at a McDonald's. It doesn't make sense. Is that cuteness aggression or like love aggression? I idea? think so. Do you guys get by? Do you guys get that where you see something that's so cute you want to literally strangle it to death? Because that happens. It. Yeah, that happens to me. I don't know if that. Mm. They say that that's a normal I think thing. That's, no, I think that's a form of psychopathy. No, I think like. Oh, it's actually standard. You just see like a little. You see one of those piglets on like TikTok I, or whatever that's just okay, like trotting so, like, around in a field, and you just want to pick is, it up and hurl it into the sun. So the thing is, Fran, that I don't feel that way, and I refuse to believe that, like, it's abnormal for me to not want to smush and kill Well, it's things. because you love something so much, you just want to eat it. So I it's thought like, it was- Like I when thought, older aunties and aunties are like, oh, your chubby cheeks are just so cute, just want, I just want to bite them, or your little toes. I right? did not- No, I never imagined that my auntie no, actually wanted to devour me. No, I, no. I, heard it's, I heard it's because it's like the, you know, the call of the void, where, like, mm -hmm. you're standing on a big, tall thing, and it's like- The you, call of the cute chubby Yeah, cheeks. it's the same thing. Well, it's like, <laughs> well, you're like, you're, you're, you're standing on a big tower or whatever, and you're looking down, and you're like, oh, man, I, I could- you, Your mind is immediately like, I could just fucking jump off this shit and die. And then you're supposed to do that because then your like conscious brain is supposed to take over and be like, oh, I shouldn't do that. I should avoid the edge. Like that's the whole purpose is to be like, hey, if you don't, if you don't be careful, I think we could just jump right off. It's the same thing with little cute things where it's like, oh, if I don't be careful, I could, I could take this little duckling and I could squish him into a little baseball and I could fucking hurl him up into the air and take a stick and just bat him out of the park. All right. It's like, but I shouldn't do that. I'm thinking about the things Listen, I don't want to happen to this adorable little thing. Tweet at us at Spices with- With all you your intrusive C thoughts. <laughs> if you think CJ is insane for having these thoughts and also if Twitter still exists. I think that it, it might, but I also think that I'm in the right here. And I think that <laughs> if you, it's fine, it's, it's fine to have the dark thoughts even. You just can't. You just can't act on them. That's the difference. Very, that's the difference very between. Disturbing. That's the difference between us and Elon. Always remember that. <sighs> okay, let's get back to the tree we just beat up, right? <laughs> yeah, please. So this is this is like the base level where things start for Kirby game, right? We beat up a tree that drops apples. Like this is as baby as it gets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you keep going. The difficulty ramps up a little, but you know, like you're still doing mostly adorable things. Once Kirby has uh, activated the fountains on all of the seven nearby planets, mm -hmm. uh, Nova the comet shows up, which mm -hmm. is a weird like clockwork mechanization comet that is also the size of like a a moon. Cool. Um, yeah, it's got like and... biblical angel energy. Okay. <laughs> and before Kirby can ask it for help. Marx pushes him out of the way and wishes to rule planet Popstar. It, oh. it was a deception, Fran. Mm -hmm. And then Marx shows his true form and grows demonic wings with like fractal glass panes as the wingspan mm. and just like demon fangs. Oh. Yeah. 
So we need to we need scary. to we need to address some things like this plan of Mark's. He wants to rule this planet. Okay, whatever. You can you can fly to different planets. He could rule any planet, but whatever. He wants this one. So let's 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 stay with that line of thought. The de facto ruler, and I do say de facto because he's just a guy who's like, I'm the king <laughs> of this, I guess, city on this planet. Yeah. It, it, he's just, he's like a buffoon. So if he wanted to take over the planet, he could have just done it. He could have just been like, I'm king now. And DDD was like, nah, and then just like slap him around a little bit and be like, okay, anyone else have a problem? No, cool. My planet now. But he instead he decided to deceive the little puffball, mm-hmm. and he said, uh, uh, "Activate the seven ancient relics of old and summon <laughs> forth the grand comet deity who can, I guess, grant wishes, and then via that method, then I will take control of the planet instead of just a normal coup like a normal, you know, a, a normal yeah. dictator." This this was Marx's plan from the start. In fact, he reveals that he was the one who started the argument between the sun and the moon. Even so more he- bananas. He could he has the power to start shit between celestial bodies and this is his plan to take over the shitty little star planet. He could have he could have he could have like been like hey uh by the way uh I don't know random asteroid uh I heard that planet was talking shit about you you should uh you should slam your face first into it right where that little Kirby house is that's what I think you should do <laughs> and he'd be like it, it did what all right fuck it <laughs> I mean maybe he's doing it in this convoluted way because he knows a little pink puffball lives on this planet. Yeah, you think because... do you think Kirby would survive an asteroid like the 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 epicenter impact of an asteroid would Kirby survive that? I mean, I mean what happens next is Kirby goes and beats up the asteroid. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> so Nova uh Nova grants any wish that is asked of it. So it does as Mark says. Worst fucking wow. thing ever. If <laughs> wow. a thing like that existed, we would live in hell realm. Yeah, <laughs> that's not good. Um, it starts looming towards planet Popstar, and Kirby jumps inside of it, goes into its mechanical core, and does, like, destroy Nova. Okay. Cool. This enrages Marx, and they fight. Mm-hmm. And surprise, Kirby wins. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Uh, Nova, it grants any wish asked of it. And clearly it needs to put a little more into this. So the broken Nova, it uh, puts all of its energy into Marx. Like Marx absorbs the entire asteroid, mm. making him functionally a god. Oh, nice. And so... The last boss of this game that started with a tree is True Marx's soul. Mm-hmm. He tears reality asunder, and he and Kirby battle in the pulsing void. Oh, yeah. wow. Marx fires laser beam cannons at him, and when you go and try to attack Mark, he just like splits himself in half down the middle and pulls apart and opens a black hole in between. Mm-hmm. His eyes like lose focus as you fight him, and like the pulsing void, it keeps getting like darker and more ominous as you beat on him oh. until finally 
you the last hit you give him he gives this like truly awful super nintendo level death scream it's like a bit crest like hey it's it is unpleasant to hear. All right, yeah. here's here's what's great about all this. So we know <laughs> we know uh, w- we can get some like power level readings on this, right? Because they there is a comet that could grant any wish. Which if he was just like I want to rule the planet, and it was just like all right, done. Then that's like that's like a magical like rewriting reality stone kind of wish, right? But he doesn't do that. He just gives him the strength to attempt to take over. So we know that there's like the wish spell in this universe, but we also know that whatever Kirby is, he's stronger than that. He he over because he wished for a thing to be reality, and then it wasn't because of Kirby. So we know that there's like a power level rating of magical wishing is like mid, and then at least at some point above that is Kirby. Is there a limit to Kirby's power? I don't know. We'll, I don't know. We'll have to talk. Not if you can it just more. suck up things and take their powers. By the by the way, Fran, Kirby, uh, Kirby can. I mean, we kind of buried the lead. He can go between planets because he can fly on his little star. Mm-hmm. Oh, so cute. so remember in the be- remember in the first one where they were yeah. like they still is how they can play amongst the heavens. Yeah. So yes. the the stars are what his little like star. His, his warp star. Yeah, his yeah. warp star is what lets it, him go to it different does, planets. It does travel faster than the speed of light. It travels Aww. faster than reality. The It travels faster than reality. It, it, it doesn't matter. The, the warp star is his own thing. Does it get its power from Kirby? I don't know, but Kirby doesn't fly anywhere without it. It's like, it's like Goku's Nimbus, but only in the original Dragon Ball, not in Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> where he, they can just fly. That's what, okay, here's the thing about Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> What's the point? Okay. What's the point of the flying Nimbus if everyone can fly? That's what they had to. What's the point of a big long pole when you can teleport anywhere? I wish there was. I wish flying Nimbus was more important. Is what I'm saying in the Dragon Ball mythos. Uh-huh. Okay. It, All but, right. But flying Nimbus and the Warp Star, same energy. Yeah, I mean, if we're being fair, I feel like the Extendo pole would still be pretty useful in fights. Is stick is strong. Okay. If you if you think that, I'll let you think that. Your untrained body knows little of combat. If you came at me with a long stick, I'd be like, no. I I merely instant transmission behind you and defeat you. Uh, but see, I extended my stick behind oh, me. Fuck you. Just- <laughs> You're right. <laughs> okay. So. Kirby's got some weird creatures in his game, like True yeah. Marks' soul. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Who is apparently like a trickster god, like a demon, some sort of trickster demon. Some some sort of some sort of demon. A demon. A demon coming here, trying to take over Dreamland. That is what D that's what DDD would sound like. What what what'll these? Form a so- defensive perimeter. We need to de- we need to defend the castle from demons. <laughs> so does King DDD and Meta Knight show up in every Kirby game or no? Because the they were the majority. They so weren't the DDD villain in shows this up in one. So yeah, so DDD shows up in the vast majority of them, and I would say Meta Knight shows up in like over half of them. Okay, mm. but not like every single one. No. Not like every. Okay. There's a lot. There's a lot of Kirby games, Fran. There's a lot. There are a lot of Kirby okay. games. So for the um, most part, those are our, those are their, so know, players. 
we have those are our like main characters we talked about, but now that we're getting into villainy stuff, mm. it's time to talk about dark matter. Yeah. Now we're getting now we're gonna fucking get into it, Fran. What do you know about dark matter? Um in theory it's fifty percent of the universe, question mark. Probably even more so, Fran. And we just made that up. And by we I mean science, <laughs> but we're just like, stuff isn't working right. What do we do? And we're like invent Must be dark matter. Invent an invisible thing we can't see or monitor. Mm-hmm. And apparently recently they're like, and we'll never be able to see or monitor. And we'll just say that that's the reason stuff happens. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there you go. So all of that is canonically correct. Mm-hmm. But also, dark matter does hate goodness and want to cover all worlds in darkness. That's true. Okay. That's true of the in our reality as well. That's why it's that's why it permeates everywhere. So, uh, dark matter is uh, as a group, as a species, mm. dark matter are some. Mm. Yes. Okay. They are some of the the like primary villains of the. Kirby universe. Okay. And they are you can kind of tell tell them apart because they have like some characteristics that they keep in common. Uh so one thing is they normally while they can take all different kind of forms, if you beat on them enough, they will show a core self that is usually like spherical, biblical angel-y looking. And has like a single eye, One, right? Two. Like, imagine, oh, you know the, those things, you, yeah. You you know, like you know, like in Full Metal Alchemist when they open the door and then just like yeah. a big eyeball opens up. It's like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, there is like there's the dark matter creature, dark matter. Mm-hmm. There's the dark matter creature zero. There's the dark matter creature O two. Um, and there's like a lot, a lot of creatures that have not canonically been called dark matter, but share all of those like visual designs, right? Yeah. And so like that's that's kind of an important thing with Kirby is that they, you know, because they don't have a lot of like dialogue mm-hmm. speaking to one another, right? They tell a lot through the visuals. Mm-hmm. So if something shares like a bunch of visual elements, that's their strong way of telling you like these two things are related, right? And so what the dark matters plans are usually that they they want to just like cover these planets in darkness, like sap the life out of everything that lives there, right? Make them into like shadowy hateful versions of themselves. Oh, Ethan, this and isn't a this isn't a metaphor for capitalism, is it? It better not be. This, uh as I said, the Kirby things often sound like metaphors, but that's just that's just what it is. <laughs> it's just what they, <laughs> they are. <laughs> um and so this is this is why that uh possession stuff that we were talking about earlier comes into play so often because one of the abilities of dark matter is that they seem to be able to just possess regular creatures and fill them with darkness mm. uh and so just like twitter they do that just like yeah they do a twitter on ddd no. all the time that- oh could you imagine <laughs> if ddd was on twitter i would i don't know if i would like to see that i'm gonna clobber them kirby i'm gonna oh you can't say that ddd you're gonna get canceled <laughs> 
the woke waddle left mob. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Cut that out, me yeah. in the future. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can be a waddle do nowadays. <laughs> Everybody's got to be a waddle dee. All right. All right, Tim Allen, DDD. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Those two things, those two things cannot, like, I'm trying to push them together like magnets, <laughs> and I just can't. Um, all right. All right. Back on track with Dark Matter. They're very freaky to look at, Fran. Uh, uh, I can imagine. Yeah, no, I mean, the like I said, they're these, like, big spheres with singular eyeballs. They are the only things in all Kirby games that are known to bleed. They do bleed. And oh. If you, if you hit them, they will bleed. <laughs> oh. If, yeah, that's, uh, I think it's Zero. His death animation does involve his eyeball tearing out of his sphere form and oh. just, like, blood tears coming out after. Oh, good mm-hmm. gracious. Well, it's not, you know, if you kill a god, Fran. They, they I mean, it, according, according, well, according to the Aztec, you know, if we go by like Aztec rules, like God, when you kill a god and tear its bits apart, then it will like bleed gold and like make mountains with their with their fallacies and such. So who knows oh. what what mystical planets and species are being created by the by these epic scale fights between mm-hmm. these these dark deities and this little little, little boy this little cute oh, boy with a pump punch of cheeks. Yeah, it's it's such a weird juxtaposition friend because i've like described the blood eye deaths to mm-hmm. you how kirby accomplishes that against dark matter is they are uh very weak to goodness okay. and so he beats them with a love love stick oh my he hits God. them with a the love love stick friend <laughs> Gouges out their eyeballs with the love love. Yeah, you see, you see Kirby pick up the stick. He grows fingers because it like it like close (laughs) it close ups on his hand, and he says, "I will take this and gouge out your soul, demon." But he says, "Poyo, poyo," and then he jumps up onto the the sphere with an eyeball, and you can see it. He like like pirates down a sail. He just stabs it in the eye and rips it down in twain, and it explodes. (laughs) And you can see like infinity within the eyeball, and as as he's defeating, he goes boyo, and then it, and then like and then it's like a little like, like the little fireworks <laughs> explosions when you kill bosses in video games. CJ is closer to <laughs> accurate than he should be on that. <laughs> I I play I play a Kirby game. I don't think it <laughs> So, why is the series like this? It's a good question. So, partially, it's a difficulty progression thing. A lot of Kirby games, they have either, like, a hard mode that unlocks once you complete easy baby mode. Okay. Or they have a special ending that only happens if you collect all the whatevers in that particular game. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, it's kind of a nod to older players, and it's also just the fact that, like, like CJ said, like these these platformers in the beginning, they're so baby easy to be that they would just like not be entertaining to someone over eight years old. Uh, and so they always include a harder difficulty in some way for yeah. to it's, challenge yeah. players. It's it's really hard to play a Kirby game as an adult to start because the first at least half of the game is going to just be like it's like nothing. 
You're supposed to just sit there <laughs> and marvel at how cute all the creatures are and try all the little power ups and then I say, oh, look at look at all of this. I, uh, Kirby's a car now. That's fun. And, and well, just do okay. stuff like that. So then that I, I have never played through a Kirby game. Surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, but That's, that much is obvious, right? The most recent one I've seen is the one that CJ was playing with, like mm. where you can eat entire you mean, cars. You mean, at, like you mean at twitch.tv slash cooking with spices yes. when I played the yeah. Kirby game? Oh, yes. yeah. That's a good that's That a good is the last time I've seen it. Um, but um, is there dark matter plots within that game also where he ends up like gouging eyeballs out of things and making them bleed? I just uh, didn't watch that far or. Pretty close, yeah. So <laughs> even uh, the cute, that cute one, we're just big, big Kerbo, big chunk Kerbo. Oh, know? big water, big, big water filled Kerbo. He's big waddling around with his. Big, He's just big and big cute, eating yeah. giant objects. But so, then it goes dark, or it always I, goes dark, Fran. I would, I would like you, Fran, to look up, uh, Chimeraform Fectoforgo. What? Yeah, <laughs> what what part of that aren't you getting, Fran? Chimera here, form. Here, why don't I? I could I could send. Facto I could send you. Fargo. Let me let me just send this to you. This is uh, one of the later enemies in that adorable game that you were talking about. What the fuck is this thing? <laughs> what? It's, it's a villain, Fran. It needs to be destroyed. It's <clears throat> concerning looking. <laughs> It is like a goo monster with a. It's a goo monster with that has devoured a bunch of the beasts of the land and absorbed their essence into its chimeric form. Oh, I don't like that. (laughs) That's what we're talking about, friend. This is the transition that Kirby's games make. How far into the game does it turn into this, though? Is it like a gradual thing, and then like you don't even notice it until? No, not no, usually. It's, or is it like quite, a sudden change? Yeah, it's it's usually a pretty sudden change. Well, I like, mean, like, I, like imagine imagine the Marks one, right? Where it's like for for seven worlds, you're just like going through the level. It's like a regular Kirby game, and then in the last act, then it's like, by the way, I tricked you. I'm an I'm a demon deity. It was all part of my plan, and now I'm going to ascend to hell. <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is how this is how Kirby games go. This is the and format. like I said, are they just assuming the children don't get that far? Yeah, they then... wouldn't be able to. It's too hard. <laughs> it gets too hard. Like the it, it the if you that's you know what that is like the rite of passage. Like it's not it's not that they're blocking off the 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 like horrifying stuff to children. It's that if you can beat a Kirby game to the point of getting to the horrific stuff, then you deserve you're a, to know. You're emotionally you're, you're, mature. You're, you're, exactly. You're, you are, you've, you've grown and you've, you, you're allowed to do it. That's how they, they should do that for most rating systems. Like for movies, if you can last through the movie long enough, then you that can, would like, be cool good, friend. That right. is basically what Avatar was because if you could get through the first two hours of that movie, then they treat you with an underwhelming action sequence at the end. <laughs> so only people who are emotionally mature enough to deal with a bunch of fucking bullshit can see the actual violence. You're right. Uh, James Cameron is actually a genius. <laughs> All right. So it's this way partially yeah it's a difficulty progression coming of age blah 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 but it is also partially because 
Kirby's original designer, Masahiro Sakurai, is insane. Yeah. What and other games did Sakurai make? Oh, uh, his what other big series like? is Super Smash Bros. Oh, okay. That's that's why I know the name. All right. Super yeah, Sak- Sakurai has a weird obsession with god beings who want to destroy all. That sounds about right. That's normal mm-hmm. obsession. So, to highlight that, let's talk a little bit about <gasps> Super Smash Bros. I do get Smash lore. Which, that's exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, this isn't like official Kirby lore. Um, but I think it's like important to kind of understanding Sakurai's mind, mind. space. <laughs> His beautiful so, mind, yeah. Smash Bros. is a fighting series, right? Yes. It doesn't have a lot of story to it. There's story in, progression in the Wii and Switch versions, right? Well, we're getting those are, we're okay, getting, those, okay. are those are the story specific so, adventures. In yeah. in the first game, the fighters who are various Nintendo characters are all toys brought to life by a magic hand called Master Hand. And you can functionally see it as a kid is playing with all of his toys from different series. Oh, that makes and sense. Yeah, that's it. That's like the, okay. the premise for the game. All right. right? Which all right. If, you, so- if you extend that like mentality, that means that to win the game, you as a toy have to overcome <laughs> the power that is your both creator and again, uh, just a child who's just imagining stuff, which means this child is overwhelmed with what they've created. The 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 power of these warriors that he's imagined into existence surpasses his own. It's awesome. Yeah. <gasps> All right. And very so, scary. Despite CJ's more epic uh explanation it's like a pretty tame explanation for the game series right it's a kid playing yeah. with toys yeah sakurai could have just left it at that nah N- nobody <laughs> absolutely nobody asked him to elaborate on it <laughs> but then in super smash bros brawl he gives us subspace emissary yeah which is yeah that's the large single player story campaign that you were talking yeah. about yeah that shit rules and it's great. We'll we'll have to do like a bigger overview of subspace emissary yes. some other time. That's its whole yes. thing. But yeah. Yay. Okay. I'm I'm gonna give you just the highlights here. Okay. So there is this being named Taboo, and he lives in subspace, which is a realm of empty darkness. Cool. He covets the world of trophies. The toys are trophies now. Okay. Uh, but he can't leave subspace. But what he does is he shoots out these chains of light onto Master Hand so that he can control him like a puppet. Mm. Cool. He uses Master Hand and uh, some others to build an army of evil and creates these subspace bombs, which explode pieces of the real world into subspace. Mm-hmm. He recruits the bad guy characters to start rounding up the good guys and it looks like all of creation is going to be sucked into subspace where this new god taboo will reign over them right Right. awesome so of all of the nintendo properties in the super smash bros game which brawl is the third entry in the series we've got quite a few by this point who do you think is the one character who can stop taboo well, there's two ways to answer this. There's the, well, Mario's always the Nintendo's main guy. But okay, then you're wrong. we're in the Kirby episode of the Oh, Wii, you saw though, the title of the episode. Therefore, nice. <laughs> <laughs> therefore, it must be uh, Princess Peach. 
That would be All right. that would be wild if she had her own game where she used her her wildly swinging female emotions to overcome obstacles in order to save everybody. That would be a, such a weird, crazy game to bring into existence. <laughs> well, just you're right, Fran. Thank it you. was Kirby. Ah, he can't. So okay. So here's the thing: the hands uh-huh. represent humanities. Like we're we're like we're like we're like we're like observing these creatures Hubris. and making and making head like cannon. To take a toke no, before we like, get into we're like, we're like observing these creatures and making head cannon, and like that's what's creating this world, right? But then even within that, even within like the the fact that these are all made by us by man, Kirby can't. Kirby persists. He he exists in a in a greater capacity than our ability to imagine him and if that isn't what god is i don't know what god is <laughs> like you you it's like it's like if you uh, okay imagine that you think of a thing in your head and then you're like i don't want this to exist anymore and so you try everything you can to make that thing in your head which doesn't exist really but does exist now because you you mind made it in your head and you try everything you can to make that not exist in your head anymore and you can't because it fights you so hard the thing that you imagined is stronger than you it's can can god make a rock so big even he can't lift it apparently and that rock's name is kirby and kirby can <laughs> defy all reason and logic <laughs> CJ really loves Kirby. It's absurd. We all really love Kirby. I want to. I want to eat him. I want to just. <laughs> I think he he'd wants be to che- eat you too. I think you'd be chewy. Oh no! Like, yeah, I think Kirby would eat you if any. That would be horrifying no. if you put Kirby in your mouth and then he eats you from your own inside oh, and you no. get like flipped could. inside out as you. As mm-hmm. He would do it too, and he wouldn't he'd even feel. Yeah. He wouldn't even feel sad about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, weird thing about Kirby is that, like, in all of the games that you see him in, whether, you know, it's Super Smash Bros. or, like, the latest one where he interacts with Earth world objects, yeah. uh, he looks like he's roughly, like, three feet tall, right? Which is, uh, which is too big. That's too big. Yeah, that's, that's a large pink ball running he around. Is, he's, like canonically, he's canonically eight inches tall. Yeah, that's better. No. Yeah. So, <laughs> he is... Yeah, he is cute. like a good meal size. That what, is eight. What, what what meals are you eating that is eight inches orbule in mass? <laughs> I when inches. I that's go a big to, meal. When I go to Qdoba, I keep having them fill that burrito <laughs> until, until, it, until it it's Kirby size. <laughs> I can see I a like plate it. being eight inches. In diameter. Mm-hmm. I, I, just, I just tell them, I'd like my sphere burrito, please. And they're like, all right, the ah, special. This guy. The Kirby special. Great. Love it. I wish he would go home. <laughs> he won't leave. He won't leave. He keeps asking for sphere burrito. Kirby is your primary character in Subspace Emissary. And he is like the main character who moves the plot alongside. DDD and not like technically Meta Knight, but Meta Knight's uh, Dreadnought is yeah. a huge part of the story as well. Mm. Uh, yeah. So it's it's all Kirby. Okay. It's powerful. Uh, it's you. You may this may be sounding familiar at this point. A weird god thing wants to pull all worlds into darkness, and of all the Nintendo properties, only Kirby can stop him. Sounds. 
But this is, I mean, this is where it gets wild, right? Because again, we have like Link is there and like he could have used the power of the Triforce to stop this, but even the Triforce wishing power wouldn't have been enough to like prevent Mm -hmm. this. Only something that exists beyond the power of deities, a god killer could have possibly (laughs) like had enough strength, enough power to like prevent this from happening. And so that's weird, right? But that's just kind of a one-off thing. They did it once in the Super Smash Bros. Subspace Emissary. No, then they do it again yes. in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Yeah, yes. except right? even, even more hands. Even more. Isn't this so, one called like Eternal Light or something like that? Uh, World of Light. World of Light. Colors faded to an emerald of gray. Distant forces at the Kirby is cool. Yeah, it's that one. Yeah, good job. Good job, CJ. Thanks. So that game's adventure mode is not nearly as beefy, but it's gonna sound like a Actually, pretty it kind similar of song. Sucks, and... But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like a similar story-wise, right? Um Galeem, who is a giant angel sphere god, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He wants to recreate the world in his image. Of so spheres? He's... All spheres. All light spheres. All, all spheres, well, I Kirby's guess. got a Oops. head start. Oops, all spheres is what he wants. Uh, so yeah, he... So, like, they don't ever explain this, but I guess in CJ's metaphor about the hands being people's will, he does have like an army of dozens of master hands that he tears apart to pull out the energy inside, which he then zaps at all of the fighters in the smash universe. Yeah. He's, and it's like, it's like the liberal, like I think it's the liberal media <laughs> and he's controlling all these, these hands and he he's actually, but his dark machinations are to kill all that's pure and good in the mm-hmm. world. Like Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he uses those zappy powers to uh, like blast uh into non-being every single fighter in the smash universe he gets mario he gets mega man he gets solid snake he gets simon belmont he gets sonic he gets bayonetta he gets everyone everyone all your favorite characters name a character friend pac-man he gets Pac-Man. He gets Pac-Man. He gets Pac-Man. He tries to walk a waka away, but he can't. It's really fun. Have you seen the intro to this? Yeah. To to this like game because it's yeah. really it's really funny. It like the the imagery of Sonic the Hedgehog, who <laughs> that you have to imagine they had to have him do this because he is the fastest thing alive. That's that's canonically true. He can mm. run. He can run faster than God. I'm pretty sure. But he's <laughs> but but what do we, but what do we know about Sonic? He loves his friends, and so he is running away from the light that's killing everything. But he reach he's reaching back to Pikachu. He's like, "Come on, little buddy, I, I'll I'll run fast enough to get us out of here." But Pikachu's too slow. Pikachu can't keep up with Sonic, and so they both yeah. get got. But I like to think that if Sonic if Shadow was there, Shadow would have been fine. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I yeah I mean I don't know they uh we don't have shadow in the smash universe officially but I'm also but a big fan of the character who kind of stood their ground actually hold up CJ because you get all the spirit tokens yeah 
and Shadow is a spirit token. But he didn't. Which does mean he got got. Well, in, got fa- got. in fairness, Kirby only didn't get got because he kind of stopped existing while I said, existence was being shifted. Yes. What? So, so I said everyone, but I did mean everyone except Kirby. Because Kirby was so, Kirby was on his shooting star. He was on his warp star. <laughs> okay. He was on his warp star. Galeem is shooting these light beams at everybody, right? Uh-huh. But what did I say before about the warp star, Fran? It's faster, it's faster than the, than speed, the of light. speed of light. Oh, and so Galeem is just, light. You just cease being able to see Kirby because he is moving too fast to be seen. Which again, like the and whole the whole universe is just being like, like it's being yeah. encompassed in a big light orb. But Kirby just goes elsewhere. Faster. Yeah. He's just he's just he. All of existence becomes a light orb, but he just doesn't exist. I guess for that. Ah. <laughs> so man, I wish that they. Like kept adding to that opening scene as they added more characters more to the more. game. I would really like to see Sephiroth be like just like pulls out his big sword and then just gets hit by light and disappears. I I think well here's the other thing because I mentioned because I think Sonic could outrun him because Sonic is super <laughs> Sonic, but he was trying to he was trying to like grab Pikachu or whatever and that slowed mm-hmm. him down. You know who didn't stop to try and bring anyone with him? Kirby just left. He was just like. <laughs> No, I I see what's I see what's happening here. I I will see you guys in whatever reality becomes reality after this one is done, figuring its stuff out. And that's what he does because he's Kirby and he's just like, Poyo, see you, boys. So yeah, you you start you start that uh, Smash Bros Ultimate Adventure mode. The only character you start with is Kirby because he is the only one who has survived the destruction of the Smash universe. I fucking and, love uh, the characters who are like stand your ground against the light stuff too. That was really funny. <laughs> like, I don't remember which. I think like Link held up his shield or something. It's like, what are you yeah. doing, guy? What you doing, bud? Come on, have some uh, have some self respect. <laughs> <laughs> At least freeze yourself in a cool pose. Right. But yeah, no, I mean, you could blame this on Sakurai's character bias because he made both the Smash series and Kirby. Mm. But as far as we see in the series, the only one who on multiple occasions is able to fight back against the god evil of all of the Nintendo universe is Kirby. I think I don't I don't think it's up to Sakurai. I this is this is autobiographical. <laughs> He wa- he's he's creating these worlds to challenge his creation to like, is there something that can defeat what I've done? And every time he like they program the game, it's like, and then all the characters get turned into stickers or whatever the fuck. And then they and then they like hit compile and then the game starts up and it's like, Sir, Kirby is unaffected by by the sticker ray or whatever. And he was like, how? Uh, and he's just nani because he's Japanese, and then that's just how they make games. He's like, we can't fix it. Every time we try and every time we try and wrestle the Kerbo, he just shows up somewhere else, and that you know, that's what the game is, I guess. Well, that's that's just what the game will be, and that is that is why Sakurai is going insane. Yeah, because this little this little <laughs> ball, this little orb, haunts him. It, 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 it's expanded. It takes up his entire mind now. Is Kirby. <laughs> Every he sees the world through the eyes of Kirby. And is that good? I don't know. 
I don't think it will matter when everything is Kirby. That's just what it will be. There is no good, no bad. There's just Kerbo. Little, little, <laughs> little boy. There's just the Kerbs. Smash Bros, I think, is it's kind of a fun illustration. It's kind of some fun Kirby stuff. But let's get back into canon Kirby themes. Yeah, I don't like, I don't want it to get all weird like that again, Ethan. I only <laughs> want the like regular good canon of the mainline Kirby series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, CJ. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about canon Kirby stuff like religious cults. Oh, yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Now we're back. Like in yes. the game? Like explicitly canonically religious cults. Oh, my goodness. Well, okay. They're, they're, okay. they're just, you know, like the cool kind of religious cults, though, that will like do solstice stuff and like. No, nope, world, oh. uh, <laughs> universe destroying cults. Damn. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> so. A long time ago, there mm-hmm. were these two clans, right? One of them were completely into science, and one of them were completely into magic. I sure feel like we've Kirby. had this starting plot before. Yeah, every mm-hmm. anime friend. Okay. <laughs> and so can't remember which the, episode. <laughs> the people, uh, the people who did magic, they were very like religion focused. And they worshipped uh, beings of matter most dark. Okay. So they worshipped the dark matter. The dark matter, right? Mm -hmm. And they harnessed their power through that. Okay. Their dark rituals. Well, the science people thought that was a bad. Probably. So. They destroyed that entire clan. Good. But did and they? then it specifies that not only did they destroy the clan, but they also erased them from history. So it was as though they had never existed. Oh, that's, oh. that's awesome. Wow. Did you, Ethan, when you played Age of Empires 2 by yourself as a kid because you didn't have the internet and you would like kill, a, uh, you'd like kill another civilization, would you be like, in in your little child brain be like and i want not a single archaeologist to even know of your existence so you're like killing their like lumber yards and like walls that don't protect anything even anymore because you're like you will be but nothing to the world again tweet if you think cj is a psychopath i think that's a pretty normal thing to drive your enemies before you to hear the lamentation of their women uh man. So yeah, apparently CJ is from this uh science clan. That makes sense and to me. He wanted to entirely wipe them from history. Uh, too dangerous and to be left alive. Yes, as as you guessed, Fran, there was one survivor. Mm-hmm. Uh his name was Highness. Oh. And he was just kind of doing his own thing until he had a dream in which a god told him that he would lead his people to a brighter tomorrow, to a beautiful new land where they could live, right? What people? I got (laughs) I mean, he's just, just, is he also supposed to, like, the implication in that dream that he wasn't telling everyone was that his god also was like, and you need to fuck, and it needs to be a lot (laughs) 
and you need to just m- spread your wild oats everywhere, my man. I believe the original goal was to resurrect the clan. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, they. Because of course, that's the thing you can do. They sure. moved away from that a little later on. So yeah, because okay. he's like, hmm, uh, um, necromancy, very hard. Fucking a bunch, pretty <laughs> easy. That's why most people choose that one instead of the former. <laughs> so, Highness creates the Jambashtian religion That's dumb. around Jambashtian. this god, right? And this god is named Void. Mm. And Promising. Void exists across all dimensions Uh Mm -hmm. and is, quote, the progenitor of origination. Great. Sure. Everything comes from nothing. The beginning of the start. Very good. Yes, yes. Lucky, Lucky Highness, his God is real. Nice. Void is a real being. It's this weird, giant, completely neutral entity. Oh. Right? That just floats through space. Okay. Yeah, it's just but chilling. What it, what it does is it takes in energy as it floats through space, okay, right? Okay, yeah. And because it wants to be neutral, when it takes in enough of that, it releases all of that energy as a new incarnation of itself. So the main void again becomes neutral, and it creates a version of itself that is based on the energy that it took in. Right. Is the void Kirby? Mm, Fran, uh, I don't Kirby think we could, also I don't think splits we could into say new incarnations of himself that, that are different colored. That doesn't make any sense, Fran. Ethan, what so, what is actually going on here? Is it Kirby? So we have Highness, right? So that's such who, a you dumb is man. not no. Kirby. It sounds like Heine and it sounds like anus. <laughs> Well, it's your highness. That's the whole point. Yeah, like, but it's but when you just say it's if it's highness. your highness, it's like all right. But if it's just highness, so if you recall, highness, uh, he came from a clan who were worshippers and masters of darkness, right? Yeah, of dark matter. Yeah. So he decides his plan is that he is going to fill Void with darkness energy uh-huh. so that it reincarnates as Void Termina, an evil god who will destroy the universe and get revenge for his clan. Because in order to make itself neutral, it has to expel all the dark energy. All the dark, make a dark version entities. of itself. As, okay. as yeah. an incarnation okay. of itself. Got it. Yes. Well, that's... Is that what the Void wants, though? I don't think the, the Void, void doesn't wants want that. anything. Yeah, but it's all centered on him. The God is void, and they're making the God do things the God doesn't want to do. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I mean, the void wants for nothing. Yeah, it just is. It is. It is. So why are you trying to make it do stuff it doesn't want to do? It it doesn't 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 want to do that. Yeah, it also doesn't not care if it does or not. (laughs) It could not want it to know of anything, but it all wants it be nothing to all. Mm-hmm. Do you so, understand, Fran? You sure. Do, do, you, do you see? Do you see? And speaking of do you see, follow with me here. Uh-huh. So the Jambastian religion, which is made up of, they are called believers. Yeah, all right. That's actually good. <laughs> You've got me back now. 
It sounds like Jamba Juice. It sounds they... like a bunch of people who love New Orleans stew. Do you guys have Jamba Juice up here, or is that a regional uh, thing that I grew up with? I don't think it's up here. I think we have Orange Juice. We have Orange Julius most. Oh, okay. Jamba Juice was like a smoothie place. We had Jamba Juices. So, they do that thing where they get too big, and then they have to cut off the dead branches. You know. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just imagine all of these uh, people are Jamba Juice employees. That's what I like I'm to. Sounds, I, I just like to imagine good. they're like dark robed figures, but they do all happen to have a Jamba Juice as well. <laughs> So the John Believers, they find the Jamba Heart. Okay, now I'm back. The Jamba. Okay, the Jamba. The Jamba Heart, uh-huh. which was sealed away in ancient times by four legendary heroes. Jamba one. Because Jamba two. Uh, <laughs> it is highly suggested to be galactonite but we'll never know unless we do know oh later. galactonite is a different what's galactonite it's what galactonite is a different on yeah he's a he's a different knight who meta knight was like i want to fight you to pr- to become stronger oh okay yeah. so kind of the same deal but, yeah at any rate i need to get back to the john believers in the john uh, yeah i'm <laughs> okay. only thinking about that <laughs> So the John Believers unleash the Jamba Heart, yeah. but it's got too much dark energy at the start, so it splits up and it shoots everywhere. And wouldn't you know it, a bunch of pieces shoot right onto Planet Popstar. No! Wild. And anybody who touches the pieces of the Jamba Heart get overtaken with evil. Mm-hmm. So you know that all of Kirby's friends are going to touch the Jamba yeah. Heart pieces. Yeah. But you better, so Kirby, you better believe he still puts aside a little bit of time to go kick the shit out of a tree before he starts with that though <laughs> you kick the shit out of a tree you kick the shit out of King DDD who got possessed because he touched the evil Jamba Heart mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you collect up all of the pieces of the Jamba Heart but then Highness is able to uh, steal them away from you at the last moment and he uh, it's it's wild like there's no reason it needs to be this way, but they just like want you to remember that Kirby games are very dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Because they are not able to collect like enough of the Jamba Peace hearts to do their plan to fill Void with evil, uh-huh. Highness does sacrifice himself and the rest of his John Believer's souls mm. into evilness in the like heart. hearts, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. It just reminds complete... me of like chic on jewel shards at this point. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's pretty much that's to, it. Yeah. He does this, he shoot, the the Jamba Heart gets shot into Void and Void does uh he incarnates Void Termina, mm-hmm. which is like a god of evil destruction, yeah. right? Mhm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, who do you think is going to step up to fight this god? Kirby. It's our boy Kerbo. Yeah. Unaffected by the Dark Heart's anti-energy, by the way, he did. He was collecting them. Oh, yeah. He was. He was just I like, mean, get out of my friend. Oh, he is. He, he was. He was. He was exorcising his friends. Mm. So, Kerbo faces off against Void Termina. Right. Yep. We we fight him. 
and it's again like one winged angel a, plays, and that's all like, a Marxist <laughs> one winged angel. You fought the tree earlier on, but now one winged angel is playing. It's a nightmare, uh, and. As I, as you might remember from the Dark Matter, when Dark Matter beings, you beat them in their first form, and then they usually show a core self yeah, within, right? That are like spherical Who's, with an eyeball. That are spherical with an eyeball. Yeah. But Void Termina's uh, inner core is spherical, but it does not have just one eyeball. It have a Kirby face. Kirby I, it face! It is a Kirby! It was a Kirby. Was the whole time. Kirby face. So... Void Termina, uh, he turns out to like his inner core Boy, is this oh. thing that looks just like Kirby, except like you know, dark purple, evilly, so shadowy void is energy a Kirby. stuff. Boyle, 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 boyle. In uh, so story wise, that's that's kind of where it ends, right? But most Kirby games have a separate boss rush mode. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's boss rush mode? You just fight Where bosses. you fight all the bosses all in the bosses. order. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In this boss rush mode, you fight all the bosses in order, and then they add at the end, you fight Void itself. Uh-huh. And you see but Void. Did void. Well, he wants to fight this. He also didn't because it's boss not rush mode. do anything he right. He did not he neutral. didn't do anything right either. Let's yeah, just, he let's was just, very neutral. Okay. No, no choices. A force of nature. Uh, he is uh he is just the progenitor of origination. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you fight Void itself, mm -hmm. and Void is a big gray sphere uh -huh. that looks just like Kirby. Yes. Look like it is a Kirby. Mm-hmm. Is and Kirby so, is Kirby a child of the Void? They don't specifically say it at any point, right? But, but remember what I told you earlier about how because we have such small amounts of dialogue mm -hmm. they always reiterate visual design in mm -hmm. order to get points across mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so this game has very strongly suggested mm -hmm. that kirby is an incarnation of god that is made of positive energy instead of negative yeah energy. all right ah! so, so i love that kirby is kirby is in natural opposition to dark matter because dark matter is the incarnation of evil but kerbo it being a little pink scamp little pink puffball is an incarnation <laughs> of good and yes. he inherits all of the same powers as like dark matter he can duplicate and he can absorb the energy of others but kirby just wants to sleep and eat cake and doesn't yeah. want to destroy the entire universe the true good the true good. Exactly. And so the the fights that Kirby has aren't like they 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 they're not like a fight between a warrior and a god. It's like actual forces of nature, literal good versus literal evil overcoming each other to to gain dominion over the entire universe, but usually Planet Popstar. I guess is <laughs> I think Planet Popstar has just like a special place in the universe. It kind of is like the 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 focal point of the battles between good and evil. The weird thing, CJ, is that they canonically say that Pat Planet Popstar is a backwater planet that doesn't matter very much. Oh, I don't they know if that's about, true. <laughs> they talk about that in um what is it? Plant the Planet Robobot game. <laughs> where they say like 
it's it's very weird that all of these super powerful beings are coming from this backwater planet that nobody well, gives a shit about. Well, it's just like One Punch Man. It's that it's that Kirby himself <laughs> is. is a beacon to evil wherever Kirby is becomes the center of the universe because that is where all it all revolves around Kirby. Every part. Cuz if Kirby can defeat Void, like he he is defeat because he can uh, he absorbs void, which mm-hmm. like, 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 like okay, <laughs> void is a force that just consumes and excretes. It's like it's a it's a it's a it's like a it's like Kirby does. Yeah, it, it's a it's a black body. It 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 absorbs everything, but it also releases everything. But no, Kirby's a dead end in 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 like he's like a black hole. Where it absorbs and then it's it, annihilated, gone. He can, he can, you know, he can gain the power of the thing he absorbs, or he can just throw it away. It doesn't exist anymore. It's just gone. Mm-hmm. So, is he a force of good? I think he is a force of. I think he's a force of kindness. But is he a force <laughs> of of positive change for the universe? That I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe Meta Knight can show him the way to goodness. He is like, he is very much that two-year-old God being, right? Uh. Where he's, he tried to do good and he seems generally positive, but he also has very little grasp on what is going on and usually just like creates chaos. A lot a lot of those games, like we had um, when we were talking about Kirby Superstar before, we said how, you know, Kirby basically brought all of the things to Marks so that Marks could do like the bad thing without realizing it. Yeah. Right. Like so many of these games just involve like bad evil beings manipulating Kirby because he is just like that very pure. innocent and yeah, easy to Yeah, he's like, I'll trick. help. Because they, <laughs> yeah. they can trick him with cake. Like they're just like, look at this, and he's like, oh, sick, sick ass. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'll, unlock, I'll unlock an evil deity in order to mm-hmm. get some motherfucking cake. Especially if it's really fucking good cake, you know. So Kirby loved that cake. So like Kirby, Kirby is fighting. Kirby is at the level of the the most powerful creatures in the universe. Like he. He fights like the incarnation of nightmares and he can like defy the wishes of ancient relics that are trying to enact their will upon the world. And it's it's like, is he is he a part of this? Is he is he like in opposition to it? Is he what is he? It doesn't there's no answer. He's just trying to help. Because Kirby just is. He's a little he's a little round friend. And and we love him, but he is dangerous and should be feared. <laughs> Mario fight big turtle, Kirby fight God. Kirby fights the progenitor of creation, the beginning of all things, the alpha and the omega, and what is left is Kirby. Yeah, I do love the beginning of the beginner of beginning. <laughs> the start of the beginnings of the of the the pre the prelude to the to the opener to the to the the genesis of beginning time creation mm-hmm, starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he and then when he's done doing that, 
when he's done killing gods and and consuming their form again he pretty much just eats a lot of these guys and they just become <laughs> he part neutralizes of the them whole. yeah exactly yeah. he you know he absorbs them and discards what he does not need then he just goes he goes have, he has a slice of cake goes back mm. to bed Takes a nap. Nap. Has a nap. nap. I'm tired. That was a big day. Kirby had time for sleep. So yeah, I mean that's that's the Kirby series. Like (laughs) we could we could talk about a lot of individual games. He does travel to a lot of different dimensions, like Earth. Like he that one bugs the hell out of me because like (laughs) so much of the series up until that point, like. You could take it all as metaphor, but no, they did want to explicitly state Kirby exists in the same universe that we do. He can travel to Earth. He is out there in space somewhere right now battling god beings of darkness no, no, while see, we no, record a podcast. No, you're thinking about this all wrong, Ethan, because in that world, that's like a post-apocalyptic world. There's no humans. In a, in a world where... The consciousness, like, like, our we know from quantum mechanics that consciousness influences uh-huh. reality, right? And so, the fact that humans existed and were thinking about things kept our world grounded in like a real physical realm. But then the humans wiped all of each other out, there was no humans left on the planet. And once that happened, once there was no consciousness to like observe the universe, then that brought our planet into Kirby's domain. He could, I think, I don't, I don't think Kirby just like teleported to our planet. I think our planet was brought to Kirby as like a, as a, as a galactic offering offering. by, by an uncaring, by an uncaring reality that only cares if it's being observed. And once it's not observed, then it comes to Kirby so that Kirby may experience Kirby can absorb it and it can become part of, of Kirby's realm because otherwise we have to live with the we have we would have to live with the idea that like biblical angels in our own religions our own real world religions are probably like a kirby coming and being like <laughs> be not afraid and he'd be like poyo and then the shepherds in the field would would it's ah and then he would just be like eating a cake or whatever and it would it would make because we know kirby like makes the eyes bleed by mm-hmm. merely you know by his friendship stick and so well, he, love and, love stick, and he would, and so the humans who would see him would would fear him. They would write stories about him, and I don't like the thought of that. I don't, I don't <laughs> like all the religions we have being based around interactions with Kirby at one point or another. That's well, too, that's too scary. Regular religion, a little I scary, mean, but I can deal with it. Kirby religion, too scary. I don't yeah, want yeah, that to be our reality. Kirby is my favorite cosmic horror series. Is love Lovecraftian based dark gods out in the universe who care not for us little beings. He really is. I mean, he is. He's not mean, but he. But to call <laughs> but, him nice but, is just also. But he he the might point. absorb you if he thinks that he could get a cool power out of it. Yeah, or just if he wants to. He's a creature of whims. <laughs> it's too scary. It does I don't want I don't want I'm already like if I saw a hippo, I would be really scared of that. And hippos can eat you, but mm-hmm. like you can stay away from them. Kirby, if a Kirby was next to you, you couldn't get away from him. 
You couldn't fly. You couldn't swim. Kirby's can swim underwater. They get little little goggles and snorkels. And I and I like it when a cartoon character gets a snorkel, even though they're underwater, and that's not how snorkels work. I just think it's really cute. But he'll um, he'll get you under there too. He'll find you. I mean, yeah, he can travel faster than the speed of light. He He's going fa- to get he you. He can travel faster than thought. Mm-hmm. I just I love him. I wanna I wanna eat him. I, yeah, he was he he'd be like a I think he'd be maybe like a like a bow bun, but like <laughs> yeah, there are Kirby bows. Ooh. There should be. I'm sure there's Kirby bows. There's probably like some I, Kirby cafe. Kerbow. I think I. I think I've seen like red bean paste pad uh, yeah. thing Kirby's. That, that tracks. That sounds delicious. Yeah. Well, I want to go eat bow now. So I guess we're gonna come to our final thoughts. Fran, is there anything about the Kirby series that that lingers on your brain that creeps its way in between the conscious and subconscious and becomes slowly a part of you? Um, I mean, it's just Kirby's all the way down, is what I've learned. Do you Kirby think, is do, the basis of everything. Does Kirby make does Kirby make things when he consumes things? Does he Yeah, he like makes ex- other Kirby's. That's true, friend. He makes other Kirby's. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, we've reached the end of yet another episode of our podcast. Thank you guys for listening. It's been a joyous time talking about Kirby and his delightful little his delightful little life and all of the cosmic horrors that he brings. And we want to avoid thinking about cosmic horrors so we'll keep making this content for you because that is the only thing keeping us from from like sakurai level insanity is to vent all of this out (laughs) into the ethereal realm where podcasts go when you release them so that we don't have to think about these things anymore um and then they only come back to me in my most horrible nightmares uh, so thank you guys for letting us do that. Uh, if you want to follow us along, we have a bunch of other stuff we do. We do uh, some Let's Plays, uh, some streams over at twitch.tv slash cookingwithspices. We have a YouTube channel with Let's Plays, and there will be more Let's Plays on it at some point. That's our YouTube channel, Cooking With Spices. You can find it at youtube.com slash at spiceswith. You can find us on Twitter at spiceswith, apparently. Uh, we didn't have our DMs turned on. So we fixed that. You can you can DM us now if you want to. I Classic us. I don't know how DMs work. I thought you could just get them, but I guess you can't. Uh, but it, Twitter won't be allowed. If you want to anyway, slide, if you want to slide into our DMs, you get in there. You saucy little scamps. Uh, but uh, yeah, check us out on those platforms. Share with your friends. Uh, make your loved ones listen to our podcast. Uh, and then if we get one million listeners, we will uh, do another we'll My start- Little Pony episode. Yeah, no, we'll start our own religion where we oh. will worship the dark uh, void. And and yeah, maybe we'll do another My Little Pony and, episode. Yeah, and maybe we'll worship some My Little Ponies as Yay. well. Uh, and we want to thank really quick Gailstorm Kitsune for doing all of the artwork for our channel. And we want to thank Apajo for the banger intro and outro to the episode. Uh, damn. Nice job, me. Another, another <laughs> round of plugs. Uh, in the, in the bag. Fucking nailed so it. So good at this, CJ. Uh, awesome. Well, uh, I think, uh, that's going to do it. 
uh, hold on. I'm stalling because I usually end with a little like thing that I say at the end to mm-hmm. like to like end the episode, and I'm really trying to like think of what it's gonna be. Right. Yeah. So yeah. No, that- that's our thing. You you do that, and then if I can, I riff off of it. Right. And if I can't, if and I can't, we just kind of like fade over. out the music. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. 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 uh Hold on, keep all this keep all this in keep let let them know what it's like <laughs> hold on um oh, kirby 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 off the jamba kirby kirby or not to be no is that mm, anything no. no i say go no, off the jambonification religion jambronies um, something about waddle d and waddle do waddle d's nuts okay all right all right i'm oh, all right, all right, all right. All right i'm in cj I've been Fran and Waddle D's nuts, dude. <laughs> oh, oh another 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 banger. <laughs> <laughs>